I am Jack Hampton, and this is the Hampton Hoops Podcast. Legend. Absolute legend. It's a throwaway year for LeBron James. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Let's get it. On today's pod, Cooper and I discuss Chris Paul's injury, a not-so-good update on Zion Williamson, and LeBron speaks on a possible return to Cleveland. We discuss all of that and much more, so let's jump into it. Coop, Coop, what up, my friend? What up? All-Star weekend in the books. <laughs> yes, All-Star weekend in the books. It's been so easy to like keep pushing content because there's been so much going on this week, oh, even without games. I know, dude. I feel like every time I like refresh the page, we're getting something new. Max, I love it. All right, my first question concerns something that is huge that happened over the weekend that kind of flew under the radar with all the All-Star weekend festivities going on. But this concerns one of the best point guards in the league and Chris Paul he's now out six to eight weeks with a thumb injury and just you know for a point of reference the playoffs start in seven weeks so this is huge for the Suns down the stretch because they are the number one seed in the West you know with him being out the next six to eight weeks are the Suns still your pick out of the West or are you picking a different team and if so what team yeah so that's that's a massive blow to the Suns but uh the way I kind of look at it is the Suns got an eight game lead right now so they're honestly in a really good uh, situation because I mean there's only what 20 games left uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that but there's not too many games left so I think you're in a good position having uh, an eight game lead so I really do think they'll hold on tight to that one seed and then I don't know uh, six to eight six to eight weeks is a long time but um, um we got so that he's out right now so one two three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So if he's out for the predicted amount of time, which is six to eight weeks, he will come back right as the playoffs start, which I think that's honestly best case scenario for um, Port or not Portland, for Phoenix in this situation. Cause obviously you never want your, the point guy to get hurt. But I mean, you knew, you knew this when you took Chris Paul, that he's had a lot of injuries over his career. A lot that have, uh, I mean, honestly made, made it to where he still doesn't have a, a championship um, because he's gotten hurt and so deep in playoff runs and stuff like that, and it's kind of ruined chances. I still I still stand on what I said a couple years ago when he was with the Rockets. If he didn't get hurt in that uh, conference finals against the Warriors, I really thought they were going to go on and win the whole thing. Um, but I, I think due to the timing of it, I think it works out for them. Um, I still don't want to see them in a <laughs> – in a seven game series if I'm gonna be honest like I know he's hurt and you never know what you're gonna get with a hand injury but they have an eight game on uh, it's my bad they have a six and a half game on the Warriors but I think the Warriors have a difficult uh I think the Warriors have just as difficult of a chance to like stay where they are as the Suns do so I really don't think there's gonna be too much shake up with the one um but I definitely can't wait to see Chris Ball back on the court it's I hate it for him um but get better soon my man yeah same here I agree but what uh, do you think they're going to still, like, make it out of the West, like, in the playoffs, like, to the finals? Like, even – I do. I don't know why. I still I still have faith in them because, like, I mean, yes, we talk about it. I mean, he's he's what makes their engine run. He's kind of like their Draymond Green. So, it'll be interesting to see the first few games, and I probably might change my answer to that after the first, like, week or two with this – with him being out. But um, I still feel like him coming back, even if he's rusty – 
Chris Paul's always been one of those guys that he he never goes too far outside of himself, which I know you'll know what that means. But like, mm. he's he's not gonna force. Um, like when he comes back, he's not gonna force up shots. That's not who he is. If anything, I think it it'll help Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton out more when he comes back because he's probably gonna focus more on uh, passing because uh, he's gonna he's gonna work that hand back in, and I think the easiest way for him to do that is work on what he's really really good at, and what he's confident in. Um, so I'd probably still take them because I mean, I remember you sent me that thing the other day. Uh, of their like final tw- or their last twenty games or whatever, and there was only one loss, and it was to um, the Hawks. And I, you were just like, "Good lord, they're built different." And I was like, "Yeah, they are." Yeah, um, and, and Trey, and it took forty three out of Trey on national team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so I just think if they can hold on, and you get a favorable matchup with the Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, Trailblazers, Lakers, Clippers, Timberwolves, those are the people competing for the play-in. If you, that's and one of those is going to be your eight seed. I'd still take them in a heartbeat in a seven-game yeah. series. So um, I'll be interested to see what they look like. And, you know, this could change next week when we talk. Um, but they're just a team that I don't know that I'd want to want to face in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. And even even without Chris Paul, because, I mean, Devin Booker is playing incredible basketball. You got Aiden. Um, I don't know who they're going to start in this run. They might just let Booker be the point guard and start kind of big um, with Mikhail Crowder. Um, shoot, I don't even know who they might play, but I'll be interested to see what they look like. And you know, this could change next week if you ask me again. But uh, I still think I'd take them. Mm-hmm. I agree with. I think they'll still be the one seed. Their the lead is just so massive. Even if they go five hundred, I don't think anybody can make up six and a half games. And with you know twenty two games remaining, I think that's. I agree with you there. But when it comes to the playoffs, honestly, man, even if like Chris Paul was back for that first series. He showed like a record, and it's a good thing. It's not, you know, leg injury or anything, but he showed a record of not being able to stay healthy late in late uh, playoff runs. I mean, last year was a great example of that. If he would have stayed healthy, they would have. Yeah, he was still on the court, but he wasn't himself. And I, I feel like, I feel like they still can make it to the Western Conference Finals, and it's going to be you know a six, seven game series, and they're going to go down you know with a fight. But honestly. Dude, even though Golden State's in a little slump right now, they're getting Draymond Green back. They're going to get rolling down the stretch. I really think they are. And in the playoffs, you can't have a loose screw against them. I mean, that this is a team that's won three championships, and they have the DNA. And we just watched Steph put up 50. Yes, I'm not dissecting an all-star game, but I'm, I'm, I'm all in right now. My overreaction is just after watching Steph do that shit at the all-star game, I'm like, I don't know. I'm all in on them. And like I said, Draymond and the championship playoff experience, I think they're going to come back more focused after the break too. And that's going to give them momentum in the playoffs. So I still think Phoenix will roll through the first two rounds, but uh, once it gets to the conference finals, I think it's going to get really dicey for them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Nothing you just said is wrong. Um, Draymond, I mean, you saw what Steph can do when he has people passing it to him when he's running off ball. Um, he hadn't had that right now with Draymond being out. So, and I'm going to be real with you. I don't care if it was an all-star game. Trey Young was definitely trying to guard him, and Steph just pumped yes. him out and just still yeah. drained it, turned around before the ball was even coming down, and he just ran. I mean, Steph's incredible. And don't get me wrong, if I don't want to see Steph or uh, Phoenix in a three-game, in a seven-game series, um, but I will say this. 
them Golden State Warriors are still not going to be the two seed because I have to stay true with what I said last week. And my crazy prediction was that the Memphis Grizzlies will be that number two seed. And uh, <laughs> they got to go through it. And, and if that's the case, they got to go through us to get to that conference finals. So, no, I'm just playing. I'm I'm super – this is probably the most pumped I've been for like a final stretch of a season uh, in a really long time. Same here. Same here, dude. I'm I'm so stoked for it because everything's up in the air right now, and it's just, I don't know, it's going to be a really fun second, you know, last fourth of the season. But uh, let's move into our next subject, which is one that is bizarre and very timely because we have a lot of downtime to talk about stuff the past few days. CJ McCollum said in an interview with TNT over the weekend that he has still not spoken to Zion since he was traded two weeks ago. And this has changed after all this publicity came on it. Zion did reach out, but this was like a couple of weeks after the trade. And CJ went on TNT and said, no, I've, I've spoken to people within Zion's uh, group, but no, uh, nothing from Zion. And my question to you is, what does this say about Zion? And do you think he'll ever play again for the Pelicans? I know when we were talking a couple of weeks ago at the trade deadline, I said, you know, this CJ McCollum trade makes me think that they're they're confident that Zion's going to be back and you're going to have a lineup of Zion, CJ, uh, Jonas, and Brandon Ingram. Um, and then all this stuff started coming out, and I'm just like, I don't know what to think. Because, like, um, I know listening to the Vernon, uh, Chris Vernon show the other day, they were talking about how they're uh, promoting the season tickets. Um and their season tickets literally say, uh, come support Willie Green, Jonas Valanciunas, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum next season and get your season tickets now. Yep. And it's just one of those things that you're you're sitting there and you're like, huh? That's like that's like the Memphis Grizzlies literally saying, come support Jaron Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks, and Steven Adams next season. Mm-hmm. It's like leaving out Desmond Bain and J- John Morant. Like, what are you doing? Like, yep. I don't I'll, know. I'll read it word about. for word. This is what it says. It says, and keep in mind, Pelicans make money off their season tickets. So they're purposely going out of the way to not make money and sell less tickets because people want to see Zion, even if he hadn't played that many games. They still want to see Zion. So they're taking money out of their own pocket in spite of Zion right now. That's how bad it's gotten. This is what it says word for word. At the top, it says in bold letters, Pelicans, 20. 20- 22 2023 ticket plans be there for it all and then it goes into exactly what you said it says led by new head coach willie green players brandon ingram Jonas valanciunas and cj mccullum the the pelicans are building something special across the street blah 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 and it goes on into you know all their different packages but this is a number one pick a guy that average was averaging in the mid twenties last year, and an absolute superstar who made an All Star team in his second year, and there's no mention of him, and they're taking money out of their own pocket to not mention this. It's just crazy to me, man. It's just crazy. I'll oh, let you continue. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, like you just said, they make money off of this. What are you doing? Like, even if the man's not playing for you again, at least milk it. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I know I would. Like, I mean, I'd sit there and milk this whole thing. Um, but, like, I just don't know. Like, I mean, the dude's literally coming off, like you said, an all-star appearance. He averaged 27 points and seven rebounds a game. And yep. on 70%, almost 70%, uh, well, that's free throw, my bad. Almost 62% shooting. Like, I mean. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't know whether, I like, I really thought, 
he was going to come back with the CJ McCollum thing. And I was like, they did this so that they could find a way into the plan and make a playoff um, push with CJ, Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Jonas. But now I see it as like, they're like, we need to get CJ just so we can make a playoff push mm-hmm. without Zion. Um, I don't know. It's kind of wild. I can... The fact that he's he's literally not even like rehabbing with the team. He's somewhere else. Oh, there's a report that says know. he I... hasn't even been around the team or even at the facility since December 4th. Yeah, I, this just sounds like a dude that's finally like bought into all the stuff that uh, everybody was saying about how uh, they don't want him here. His whole camp's wanting him to go somewhere else where he can actually be in a big market. And now reports are coming out about uh, he wanted he really wanted the Knicks to get the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 then, and then you also had the one where they were trying to say, well, we were trying to trade up and uh, get Zion and Ja together. And you're like, oh, so you wanted one guy that's uh, not been a bust with another guy that's been a buzz. I was like, mm-hmm. you and there's just so much trying to cover their own tracks. Um, and it's just been kind of pitiful to watch if I'm being honest. And I don't, I don't think he will play again. I, I don't know what, where he'll be or what the situation is going to look like, but I just don't think he'll suit up for the Pelicans again. And I could be really wrong. He could come back next week, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, uh, there's just too much with it now. Yeah. And to build off what you're saying about CJ, I mean, was were they making this like because they know they didn't have Zion for the future, so they want to build a core of CJ, BI, and Jonas? I mean, I don't, the questions are endless with this thing, man. And I don't, I don't yeah. know. I was watching first take uh, Monday, I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. And Stephen A. Smith had JJ Reddick on, who, of course, JJ played with him in New Orleans. Uh, last year, actually, in, in the year where he played the entire time. And J.J. and Zion, they're represented by the same agency. They got a lot of connections there. J.J. went on national TV and absolutely slammed this guy. He he said uh, he was a detached teammate last year um, and that Zion's people have wanted him out and that this is – that he's never even if even if it was somebody like a second year guy or someone smaller that you still should reach out. I mean that's just crazy, and a, a, you know a face of a franchise not reaching out to uh, C.J. McCollum, who's a president of the uh, student or of the uh, player association, a guy that's beloved in the league, and you can't even reach out to him. He just like hammered him. And this is a former teammate, a guy with the same agent. It's just crazy to me that he even did that. And I'll be shocked. I'm with you, man. I'll be shocked if he ever plays with them again. Yeah, I saw the J.J. Reddick stuff. And, I mean, J.J. Reddick's going to speak his piece anyways. And, I mean, like you said, he played with them. And they also did J.J. Reddick's stupid dirty at the Pelicans. Yeah, Um, exactly. But it's just a crazy situation. Just a side note, J.J., he has a uh, podcast, and he – Whenever the Grizzlies were on that East Coast road trip, you know, with Philly and then playing uh, in Madison Square Garden at the Knicks, you remember that whole road trip? Uh, Mm -hmm. Desmond Bain stopped by their podcast and did like a 40-minute pod with J.J. Redick and his co-host, and it was really good, man. Because I didn't know that much. Shoot him up. Yeah, I didn't know that much about Des, like outside of, you know, basketball. So it was was cool to see. Yeah, I'll have to go hit that up. Yeah, I I love it, man. All right, let's get into my third question, which is Goran Dragic. 
you know, the only guy in this buyout market that I've really even knew uh, signed with the Nets after being bought out by the Spurs. Um, my question to you is what is a successful season for the Nets? Would making it to the finals be enough? Or do you think they have a pressure to win a title this year? Ooh, um, obviously this team's built to be competing for championships. Um, mm-hmm. Year in and year out, that's what they're built for. Um, due to the KD injury, and I don't know when he's coming back, um, you can probably tell me. <laughs> but it'll probably be within the next. I don't know weeks. when he's. Yeah. Okay, good. I knew it was. I knew it was close. Um, mm-hmm. And now I read a report on ESPN today. I didn't act. Well, let me rephrase that. I saw a report. I didn't read it. Or click on it, but I saw something saying Kyrie's going to be uh, is getting excited to play in New York City. So I'm wondering if there's something in the works to where they're going to allow him to play in uh, the Barclays Center. Yeah, the um, mayor of New York came out and said that in the coming weeks he's going to change that. Okay, so this team, this team's about to get all their assets back, uh, and then you're also getting a guy like Ben Simmons who's just working his way into shape. He's already said the date for him is. Uh, March the 8th, I think, is when they're playing. Um, or m- maybe March 10th. I think it's March 10th. When they're playing at Philadelphia. Um, and that's much watch TV, <laughs> um, if that's the case. But um, I, this team, the sky's the limit. I mean, let's be real. You have one of the greatest ball handlers, and he should have been in the top 75 players of all time. I mean, he hit one of the biggest shots that anyone in our day and age can remember in the finals. Um, and then you have Kevin Durant, who's arguably the best player in the world right now. Um, and he was playing like it before he got injured. And then you have Ben Simmons, who's an all-defensive team, an all-star, an all-NBA type player. You have center rotation of uh, Drummond and Aldridge. Um, you got Cam Thomas, who's coming into his own. You got Patty Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills still there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And you got Seth Curry, who's having one of his the greatest seasons of his career right now. I mean, the team, if they get healthy and they get all their pieces back, I mean, they're built to win championships. That's what they're. That's what they all came to Brooklyn to do. Mm. Um, I don't know that I'd necessarily say disappointment. I think they're more disappointed with how it, the James Harden fiasco kind of ended. If I'm being honest, like I feel like that's more disappointing than if they don't win one because you never know in any circumstances. But I mean. They should win one uh, with the core they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that's that should be their what they're aiming for. Um, if they don't get to the finals at all, I feel like that's a disappointment. But I I strongly think that they'll be competing in that conference finals for uh, the finals. But that's where they should be. That's the, the team they have. They should be in the finals, or at least maybe not winning it, but they should at least be in the finals. Mm-hmm. Do you think them or Philly have more pressure on them? Honestly, Philly. Um, Daryl Morley or Daryl Morey made this such a big deal trying to get James Harden. Um, And you gave away three of your key contributors for it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if, I think if you don't, and you have MVP Joel. I mean, he's at the top of every leaderboard you see right now for MVP. If you if you waste that, you don't even get to a conference finals, mm-hmm. let alone like competing it and like maybe have a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they. I feel like they have 
more pressure on them, if I'm being honest. I, I think I think I'm curious to see the James Harden Joel Embiid fix. And I could be stupid wrong and they could be the greatest guard center duo ever to play the game. Um maybe not better than Kobe and Shaq, but you know what I mean. Um they could be really, really good. But I just think that from with the track record that uh James Harden's had the last couple of years. He's not only kind of ruined some franchises, but he's also just ruined the locker room. Players can't stand him. They're not upset to see him leave. They're happier when he leaves. Um, I, th- I think they have a lot more pressure on them, if, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. I agree with that. Um, I, I'm I still, with the Nets, I'm still on the same stance I was a couple weeks ago. Um, I still think it's going to take them a while to gel. I feel like since making that trade, I think whenever they had Kyrie, Harden, Katie at the beginning of the year, I think it was championship or bust for them. But ever since, you know, the whole Kyrie situation has been happening, Katie got hurt. They had to get rid of Harden because he forced his way out. I think the pressure has dropped. Honestly, if they make a conference finals and, like you said, you know, get dicey with someone, in the, you know, like a Milwaukee or Miami, take them to six or seven games, I think that's – you know, a successful year for them in the conference finals. If they made the finals, I think that's that would be fantastic. But uh, I, I honestly don't see that happen happening. And uh, also, one more thing: how badly would you want to see a Philly Brooklyn Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, I would pay good money to see that. That would be priceless. <laughs> um, that'd be hysterical too. But. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, I don't. What are their rankings right now? I don't think it's. I don't think. Yeah, I think at I least think my, Milwaukee. <laughs> I think at least Milwaukee or Miami will be there, if not both. But uh, just, yeah, just uh, in Dreamland, uh, that would be insane. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna uh, go into something I've had a lot of fun making a TikTok about, which was LeBron told the Athletic in an article over the weekend that the door is not closed on return to Cleveland. And then <laughs> post-game press conference, uh, you know, of course the all-star game was in Cleveland and everything. He was all giddy talking about it and how special it was. And he was just like a kid in a candy store about it. And it was just so funny to me because he like jumped from place <laughs> to place. Like it's, uh, I'd be like, oh, it's three, four years, all right, somewhere else. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. if you were LeBron, would you stay in LA with Anthony Davis or would you go to Cleveland? Um, I'd probably, I wouldn't go to, I'm going to say neither. <laughs> I know that wasn't, I'm like one of those people, you give me A, B, and C, I'm going to pick D. Hey, man, um, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I'm going to be real. You've cat, cap strapped, uh, LA so bad that yep. they can't really do anything and you don't fit in with the timeline that the Cavs have do the, would the Cavs take you back in a heartbeat yes mm-hmm. um same with the Lakers like you're not going to tell LeBron no we don't want you on our team um but I just don't think he fits the timeline very well of um the Cavs and I don't see how he'd fit in I mean he could obviously he could fit in I know I know that's not what I mean but like I just don't see him going to the Cavs um, I know there's been reports. I'll kind of switch it up on you and turn the question back to you. I know I've seen reports of, uh, of he wants to play with Bronny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
and I've seen now that everybody's like, they really just need uh, the Warriors just really need to draft Bronny so that Bron will come play with them. Yeah. Um, which one do you think is more likely? He goes back to Cleveland or they draft Bronny and he goes to the Warriors? <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah, it'd be Bronny, I think. He, he'll go wherever his son goes to be honest just to like say he did that which is i'm not i'm not a lebron fan that's honestly a boss move he's like yeah i played in the league and dominated in the league until my son came into the league i guess that's just dude it'd be like uh in the mlb with ken griffey jr and uh, yeah exactly ken griffey senior it'd be, be kind of like that i don't know if we've ever had one of those in the nba no um, i could haven't. be really wrong about that but no and um, like not not I don't think we've had it in any sport. Ken Griffey was an amazing baseball player, but like LeBron's an all timer, like oh yeah. In a conversation for greatest of all time. And if his son makes it to like that's just insane. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you, you saw it, but Sierra Kenny, I don't know who they were playing and I don't wanna like tell you wrong, but I, they were in a tight game and Bronny was draining some threes. Mm. He he uh he was feeling that Steph Curry vibes after that all star game. Yeah, because he was he was out there shooting the lights out of the ball. Mm. Yeah, Bronny, uh, he'll he's got the talent, man. He's got the talent to go to the league. So I think that'd be interesting on this L.A. or Cleveland thing. I think you said it perfect about L.A. with I, their hands are tied right now, and Cle- if I had the choice and I was LeBron, I'd go back to Cleveland, but I'd just make sure. Hey, I don't give a shit who you trade away. Just keep Darius Garland and Jared Allen, and we can go somewhere. And Mobley. Yeah, and yeah. Mobley. And Mobley, exactly. Keep those that, three. The Cavs team. Ooh. Yeah, keep those three. You can trade. You know, everything else is not safe. But keep those three. I think we'd be fine. And I saw something. I don't think this would ever happen, but it would – it would be an instant championship, in my opinion. Jalen Rose said that LeBron should join the Cavs on a minimum contract if he wants to win another title. He basically said that's the only way he could win another one. Is LeBron's contract up this year? Uh, no, it's it's through next year. Okay. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was up this year, but uh, yeah. nah. If, if they if they really want to get spicy with it and trade him in the offseason, you could always take Kevin Love's contract. Yeah. Um, make yeah. them try to make the money work. Yeah. But yeah. no, I like you said, I I I'd pick Cleveland over LA, obviously, because mm. Cleveland's in a much better position than LA is. Um, I mean they're the four seed right now, technically tied for the three seed. Um Yeah. But I mean, I just don't think I don't know which one's more likely. Yeah. If either. <laughs> While we're in fantasy land, let's go even deeper into fantasy land. Uh obviously the dunk contest just was an absolute shit show this year. I mean, there's really no way to put it. Um, I, I, I saw a stat on Twitter, and I'm almost positive it's true, that the Dunkers went 9 for 29 this year. Um, oh, my. This is on dunks, not on threes or jump shots. On dunks, they went 9 for 29, and they're in a dunk contest. So, um we're gonna uh make our own dream dunk contest of people that should be in it and we would love to see in it and that would make the best dunk contest in our personal opinion so cooper give me your four dream participants in the dunk contest 
I like I like this. Yeah, that dunk contest was atrocious. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to the fact that me and you uh, were wrong on all of our picks. Hey, um, yes, Pat, hey, we're dude, in it I together, gotta, gotta, bro. <laughs> exactly. I gotta say though, Patty Mills was right there until Trey Young went. Yeah, he was. Um, Patty Mills was right there, and I just kind of lost out on the end. But Jalen Green looked horrible. Yeah. Um, so that pick, that pick was that bad. Was disappointment of the year for us. <laughs> Dude, not gonna lie though, if he hit the one he missed like twelve times, yeah, um, he would have he would have won. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the camera when it fanned back to Shaq, man? Shaq was mad. Shaq did not want to be there after he's he watched all, that. And he's always the most hyped one. Like he's always the one with the camera on the sideline jumping out of the chair. And this man's like, "What am I watching? What is this?" He's probably he was probably like, "Dude." I know he he was like, dude, I've seen uh, more big men hit threes than I have guys dunk the ball today. Facts. I mean, Facts. No, it, it was bad. Michael Jordan and Steph Curry saved the entire weekend on Sunday. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Did you catch the? Sorry, I know I'm going on rabbit trails, but did you yeah. catch uh, MJ telling uh, Magic Johnson? He said, I, "I go get your Jordans. I'll like I'll lace them up. Go one on one right now." <laughs> Bro, it's so funny you said that. I uh, I posted a TikTok this afternoon of their conversation, and I was just looking at it. And once we got on this call, it was at three hundred, and now it's let me update it. Now it's at thirty one hundred, almost at thirty two hundred. So it, it probably it may hit 10k before the night's over. So Heck yeah. It's doing well on TikTok, dude. Everybody ate that shit up. Just like you and I did. Yeah. Cause like you saw it when it like panned back to his face and he was like, Hell, like dead he was ass serious. <laughs> yeah, he was so like, serious. He, he was like magic was, like bent over laughing and he was like, he goes, Where are your shoes at? We can play one on one right now. And it fanned and Jordan was so serious, man. <laughs> dude, I'll know you'll I'll know you'll get this reference. Uh I want to see Jordan in like that celebrity all-star game like we saw Miles Garrett this year because shout out Miles Garrett my my word mm-hmm. um but like I know you know uh at Briarcrest when we did the uh teachers versus student game yes. I really want to see uh MJ out there like uh coach Lawrence is because coach Lawrence be going hard in those yeah. games and I swear yeah. MJ MJ got the same vibes he, he's always ready to go facts I just wish he was in the limelight more I literally called because he was not in I was watching the pregame show and like the, all the 75 guys they're like backstage like talking and stuff and he wasn't in any of the videos because he wasn't there he was he went to daytona before and took his private jet up and was late to the thing i'd called my dad before i'm like dude if jordan doesn't show up in the 75th because he never shows up to anything just because he's like wants to stay out of the limelight which i completely understand like he was he gets mauled wherever he goes but once he showed up, I was like, God, this is amazing. I wish he would do like the celebrity game or something too. I just don't see I just can't see him doing that. He won't do it. That's that's yeah. that's too unfair. Yeah. It's too unfair. Exactly. All, all right. right, but back to my dunk contest. Um <laughs> all right. I'm gonna bring obviously in this fantasy world we're in, that means there's no injuries. Um <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna start okay, with right. I'm gonna start with uh guys that were drafted right after each other one after the other and that is zion williamson and john moran mm-hmm. um i'm just gonna we're gonna start with those two because i think seeing those two alone wouldn't be worth the price of admission because um, obviously john moran didn't get to play very much in his first all-star game but uh when he did 
he had two insane alley-oop dunks that were literally talked about for the entire rest of the quarters. Um, and then he almost did one that would have been better than any dunk we saw in the dunk contest. Um, so those two guys alone. And we just talked a little, uh, in length about Zion. And, I mean, we're both disappointed with kind of how his career is going to, the point, to this point. Kind of Greg Odin-esque. But um, we can't deny the fact that he might be 300 pounds, but uh, that boy's <laughs> got some flight. Um, so I think first off, those two are your money makers. Get people in. Um, I'm, I, I really tried to do this without bringing back people who've been in the dunk contest before. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Um, but I really did want to shout out Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon because I think that'd be the greatest dunk contest ever um, mm-hmm. with those two guys back in it. But I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it without bringing back. Uh, people um, who would be my next guy I might let you do two and then I'll figure out my last two I got the same first two I got John Zion uh, for sure we don't even like that's just without explaining and then I got Zach Levine as well so we got the same like we were on the same trail I didn't bring back Aaron Gordon just because you know we've seen that enough I I'm, yeah, I'm, I had another guy that's been in it before that honestly I'd love to see again, Derek Jones Jr. I know he doesn't have the star power the other three guys have, but this man as like a, just a pure dunker is one of the best ever. And so I got no, Ja. That's literally, yeah. Derek Jones Jr. was literally the other guy I was thinking of because um, I mean those dunk contests were the last good ones. Um, but we're gonna shout out one white dude because um, okay. I got to. Um, I don't know if you've been seeing the post that he's been doing, but uh, a man that plays for the Lakers G League. Uh, uh, I think it's Matt, that was the first Matt thing, McClung. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when he said, oh, white guy. I was like, it's got to be Mac. <laughs> the South Bay so Lakers going, legend. Yes, sir. So we got to put Matt McClung in just just for it. Oh, yeah, we got man, to. I'd buy a ticket to that for sure. Heck, yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to stick with my gun. Zach Levine's got to be in there. Zach Levine is so much fun to watch dunk the ball mm-hmm. um and I, I honestly can't think of another guy that that hasn't been in one uh that i'd want to put in so i'm just gonna stick with zach levine i mean obviously our first three were pretty pretty spot on um you, you wouldn't want to see juan Toscano anderson in it again dude i'm <laughs> see i'm i just hope nobody goes back and rolls the tape and it's like I, uh when i said i don't know why cats in the three-point contest because um, boy did that not age very well um, but once it's kind of Anderson I was not wrong on uh, he should not have been in there um, there's just something about apparently. Cat man I don't know why I just freaking hate that guy like I don't I have no there's, he seems like a super nice guy and like, That's a like fun, yeah. I do. I I freaking hate everything about him. After he won, and him saying he's the greatest big man, I'm like, dude, would you stop? When you win more than 35 games in a season, maybe you can be considered for that. But just, I don't know. I cannot stand Cap. <laughs> pump the br- pump the brakes. Yeah, pump the brakes, bro. <laughs> pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. I want I want to see Zach Randolph in the dunk contest. <laughs> whole bring lot him of, out of retirement. Yeah, a whole lot of Z bounds and power layups for Zach in that dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> man's feet, man's feet were permanently glued to the ground. Yes, and they were. Oh, it's hilarious. All right, we're gonna wrap this up, Cooper. As always, thank you so much, and I hope you have a great one. Oh yes, sir. You too.